You're going to meow, Podcast Network. All right, yeah, I have no theme for this, no... Let's just get into it. How are you doing, April? I'm good. How are you doing? We're going to start with let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. All right. I haven't seen you in forever. I know. It does seem like it's been a long time because the hot box is gone. We both had joy in our lives the last time we saw each other. Yeah, and now we're both really depressed. <laughs> Isn't that it's great? It's kind of funny how that works. You I and think... I are in the same uh, menstrual cycle. Yeah, I was going to say, if you podcast with somebody long enough, you sync up. Yeah, so we've been podcasting long enough. <laughs> we've synced up. Our cycles have synced up. That's good. And neither of us have a cycle, so that's what's really interesting. No. Well, cycles of abuse, but you know. Yeah, well. <laughs> Hey, I, at least I have Damon at home. He takes. Yeah, yeah, you abuse the shit out of Damon. I do. I admit it. <laughs> we love Clearban. <laughs> I do love Clearban. You know, his dad once said, uh, I forget what we were doing, but I said something to Damon. His dad looked at him and goes, son, do you ever get to be on top? And Damon was like, do I have to? <laughs> what would you want to? I know, right? That's, that's kind of like Damon was like, do I have to? I was like, that was a quick answer. That was good. I was about six months into a pretty extreme bondage relationship. Um and, uh, you know, it was my 20s, uh-huh. and that seemed like a lot of fun. And I was about six months in a relationship before I realized that there's probably a pretty decent percentage of people who just want to get tied up and fucked. Like, they're just lazy. And welcome to another episode of Bless Your Heart. This is number 23. I'm here today <laughs> with Christopher Boatwright, if you haven't figured that out. Howdy. <laughs> So Christopher is uh, talking about his sexual fetishes. For, we're we're both kind of in the weird moods right now. So we we just this we've been talking about all the weird things we're into. Um, we're just observed, really. We're observed. Well, yeah. I've definitely gotten into something recently. Yeah, 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 you have. You're gonna have to talk about that, I guess. But um, so this is Bless Your Heart number twenty three. Um, yep, you can find us at you're gonna meow dot com. Yep, and uh, you can find us at all social media slash you're gonna meow. Meow. And you can email me at april at you're gonna meow.com meow. and give us all your social stuff there, sir. Uh, let's see. You can find me, Christopher Boatwright. Uh, Christopher spelled, I don't know, like a normal person. Uh, Boatwright, B O A T. Is L I K E A N O R M A L P E R S O N? Oh, like an Jesus Christ, just spelled like a normal person. Uh, Christopher. And this is why I am a famous comedian already. She is famous, but it's not for her comedy. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Boatwright, B O A T R I G H T, on Facebook. Uh, L O G R U S, as in Sierra, E D, Logris, S Z E D, Logris. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I can't find my own fucking social media, uh, but you're not interested. Don't even care. It doesn't matter. You can find me if you're interested. Stalk me. Uh, unless you're my ex, because you're blocked, bitch. Uh, <laughs> and that's the reason you have a new fetish. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, I'm sort of a roundabout sort of way. So, you know, here's the thing. Oh, relationships. Well, it's, you know, uh, here's the thing. You don't know you're jerking off to meth porn right off the bat. I think that's the important thing that your listeners, our listeners need to realize is that sometimes you end a relationship and you're trying to smooth the transition into solamente. You know what I mean? Back to masturbation. Back to masturbation. Going solo. And uh, so you go with what you've gotten used to recently. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, oh, well, that, that looks like something I've become accustomed to. And there's a lot of editing that takes place in pornogra- pornography, you know? You just see people in a hotel room having sex. You start from there. It's not until you start following a particular pornographic performer shout out to toto uh and then you you realize oh they're not they're not editing out showering at the beginning of the video they're editing out them smoking meth before they jump into bed and start oh it's so good though 
It's so hot. That is such an odd fact. You know, I've heard other people talk about, like, there's just such weird <laughs> ways that you get into stuff like that. So just by going after a certain body type, you then got into a, a type of fetish that you, like, weren't even even looking for that does, it's so no, but weird. i'm looking for it now and i am so pissed off by the way i'm really angry this is this is this is this is what's made me political all right okay um the government has gotten rid of craigslist's casual encounters <laughs> see i don't smoke methamphetamines so right. i don't know who you know i don't know how to meet these people so i go online after two months of sad debating to meth porn to try and, you know, I'm like, oh, well, how am I going to meet one of these attractive, interesting individuals? And Craigslist casual encounters, gone. And, you know, there's no for meth whores only like there is for farmers only, you know? Well, you know, I That's do know how to... a bad idea. I Damon loves say, registering fucking domains. Oh, no, it's me that loves registering oh, okay. fucking domains. <laughs> I'm the one that makes for, websites just because for I feel like... Only. It, yeah, yeah. For, that's a, for meth users only. I like that. <laughs> Next thing you know, though, I'll be having the uh, the government knocking on my door going, so what are you selling? I was like, nothing. You I'm don't just provide the meth yet. I'm just trying to hook people up. <laughs> I am just trying to hook up people who are at the end of their rope <laughs> with people who are also on the end of their rope. That's, that's all. It's <laughs> so that they can hang together. <laughs> That's so sad. You know, it is, it is so hot, though. You guys, I'm just going to tell you out there, and you can email me for links. I'll send you some. <laughs> <clears throat> and again, yeah, shout please out. please don't ask me for it. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be showing her at some point. Uh, <laughs> I actually sent one. Uh, I sent a link to uh, of Toto. Mm -hmm. That is her name, by the way. She wears a collar. Uh, North Florida, I'm assuming. Uh, <laughs> she just looks, I don't know. She looks like she smells like clear water. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not a good kind of jaundicey um, in spots. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I sent uh, I sent Bram Kennedy. You know Bram from the Hotbox? Yeah. Good looking kid. He used to have long hair. Mm -hmm. Still yeah. good looking. Very annoying. Uh, I sent him a link and I haven't heard from him since. Like he just, What the hell did you send him? I sent him a video of Toto getting railed. Is it that you can send away a local like we're all fucked up like <laughs> like it's it's not normal for someone to be like i i'm gonna eventually show you this meth porn like that's not normal things that friends say to each other yeah, but it's so good <laughs> it's so good here's the thing i think you i think you and a certain segment of the of the listening of the listening public can understand this yeah is there is something so hot about somebody who's so fucked up that you can't lie to yourself about fixing them. Well, you listen to your mom's house, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Hi, Jeans. Hi, Jeans. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Shout out to one of my absolute favorite podcasts ever. Um, but what is that woman they had on who was on not too long ago and she was complaining because she couldn't get fucked and she was like, I just need dick. And she was down the oh, verge of lady. tears. She and was hilarious. And they were saying she was beautiful. I never looked at the video. And they, were saying, they were saying she was beautiful. So there isn't it that, that crazy versus beautiful ratio thing going on there i mean like where does meth head fall in that well meth head just needs meth oh okay. the dick is a means to getting your hands on the meth oh i see i think i again i would love to look if you're if you're out there toto if you're one of the listeners you know who you are uh you have a uh uh oh god she has a, a I, I would be so proud to Tori go. amos necklace and this wonderful little detail that's how you can tell the authenticity tori amos tour <laughs> necklace dog chain it's great so hot oh man i would be so proud to know that toto the meth head porn star is listening to bless your heart well i was actually thinking about starting a rehab oh yeah yeah uh you know like like with, a, with sexual therapy right exactly so because a lot of people who are on meth probably can't afford rehab right, right. 
But I mean, I'm really enjoying watching this person have sex. So we stream. It's sort of like Big Brother mm-hmm. with a lot of meth porn, and it pays for the rehab. There you go. So we just have doctors off, well, off doctors. camera. Yeah, I'm off air cam- quoting right now. But, uh, off camera. Yeah, you know, or, yeah. or doctors air quoting yeah. on camera, like right. Dr. Schlong. You yeah, know. exactly. He's going to be giving the injection to. I wonder though. The problem is, 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 you always have this question with an artist. Mm-hmm. Is, is the art in the drugs? Is Jimi Hendrix? Would Jimi Hendrix have been as wonderful at guitar if he hadn't had LSD and all those other things? And would Toto the meth whore be as awesome at orgasm if she wasn't really high on meth? Now, is she? I don't think she wants to find out. Probably <laughs> not. I mean, once you're at that point. Who- <laughs> So You're just working to keep the habit going. You don't understand how much I want to go home right now to watch more <laughs> meth porn. I really don't like the idea of you sitting over there with a half chub. I just don't. Oh, no, it's not half. <laughs> it's not a half a chub. Oh, no. <laughs> I should have actually downloaded it onto my Kindle so I could watch it on the bus. Jeez. Oh, well, you know, just that sort of thing, though, like talking about weird sexual fetishes and like that, that sort of thing. Because like, who is it? We were listening. I was listening to a comedian talk about one time where he was dating a girl who wanted him to uh, do the rape um, oh, rape play? Rape play. Rape fantasy? Yeah, that's very common. That's a pro- but the, the problem with the rape fantasy with a lot of women is, is if she has to tell you, it's that it's that old catch-22. She has to tell you it's not as good for her, but if she doesn't tell you, it's really not good for you, or you've got, a, you've got a chance of it not being really good for you. And so it's one of those things, like, you wonder, like, how people get into those those weird kind of fetish things, because um, you remember Opie and Anthony out of yes. New York? Okay, Opie had... Uh, we just got banned from all of Portland for mentioning Opie and Anthony. Oh, did we? Okay. <laughs> or Joe Rogan. I think those are two. What, why? I love, oh, I don't know. Oh, fuck them. I, I get really pissed off when people want to take other people off the air. Let them say their shit. Well, they took themselves off the air anyway. Well, yeah, they did. Well, they paid the consequences of what they said. Yeah. Um, and probably one day I will Well, I, I, I enjoy the condemnation that people have for you for being aware that Joe Rogan exists or listening to, or ever listening to Opie and Anthony because from people who have never listened to either. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you don't know what makes them funny or, or doesn't make them funny well, or whatever. I listen to them, or maybe they're not funny to me. Maybe I listen to them for other reasons. You yeah, know? that's true. But um, Opie had two kids. I don't know if you know that. He got married, had two children. Uh, his second child was a girl. And then when he had that girl, I remember him talking on uh, line. He's like, now he goes, I'm afraid to touch my own kid. He goes, because he goes, what if I do something wrong accidentally mm-hmm. and don't even know it and create a fetish for my daughter? He goes, I don't want to create. He's like, so how do you know? He's like, so you're always so careful and like you know there's a really there's a really good um i can't i wish i could remember this is 20 something years ago but it was a story i read by a a woman and she talked about basically the day and i mean i'm sure she was being hyperbolic but at some point she realized that she was becoming a woman physically when her dad stopped letting her sit in his lap and stuff like that because you know, and the thing is, is you can get just a, a boner without thinking about a boner. You can, you know, or or and she's like, did my did I freak my dad out? And she ended up internalizing all of this, hmm. this misogyny and this 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 body hate. Huh. And it's a damned if you know. Look, and 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 the problem is is well, I've talked about this before. That all the people I know in Portland who are trying to quit drinking mm-hmm. are all the people who are so sensitive they're not assholes when they're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you know. It's all the people who don't who don't know that they're being fucking monsters that are a problem. And right. so you get these sensitive dads, these sensitive moms who don't want to uh, relate to their kids in a certain way, mm-hmm. and they end up unfortunately overreacting. It's it's a, it's a really tough area. I think when it gets into when it gets into kink, and especially if you're self shaming, mm-hmm. like rape fetish or rape fantasy. Um, which I, I don't know if that's necessarily the same thing. I'm not an expert. You know, you should talk to my friend, uh, Teresa, 
about I think I've actually mentioned that before. Yeah, I think I think we need to get Teresa in here for a uh, absolutely for a podcast. She's definitely a true expert. Shout out to Dark Lady. Uh, shout out to shout outs. I haven't had probably had a bunch of those since the last yeah. time I've been on. I am the shout out master. Yeah, but you missed her. We gave a shout out in the last show with Kara. Yeah. Uh, to Adam Passing. So we're ca- the poop we're shout carrying. Out. Yeah, the poop shout out. So we're keeping the tradition she's of your shout outs out. going. This, yeah, that was a shit out. But this is a shout out. <laughs> Um, but you know the thing with these, with this internalizing kind of your, you know, self hate for for your own kink, and I mean the rape fantasy thing is very interesting. I, you know, I, I was telling you earlier that I, I was in a, a bondage relationship uh, with a woman. I was in my early twenties, and you know that's really cool. Uh, really, oh wow, I haven't done anything but normal sex, you know, and that seems interesting and exciting. It's a lot of work, by the way. Yeah. Um, but you know, a lot of it is is people who are raised with a sex shame. They still want to bone, right? Mm-hmm. But they got to have some abstraction of authority over the situation. And they're like, oh, I feel guilty about sex. So if I engage in a fantasy, this isn't 100% of the people. That's the thing about psychology, right? You can come up with a, an answer that's suitable for some people, but not. it's never going to be suitable for all people. All right. But some people have this guilt association with sex, but they still want to have it. So they need to find some way to excuse their behavior. And that can be some people get drunk. To have mm-hmm. sex. Some people need to, to drink. They go, oh, I'm lowering my inhibitions. It's like, hey, sex hangups. Uh, you know, which is fine. Don't have hangups about your hangups, right? Right. That's going to get between you and, and resolving them or coming to some sort of comfortable living situation with them. But, you know, the, the bondage thing or the rape fantasy. Uh, Margaret Cho. Shout out to Margaret Cho. She follows me on Twitter. You should, I too. I love Margaret Cho. She's a wonderful human being. Very brave. And I mean that in a genuine sense because she opens up about things that don't make people happy with her. Right. That's to me is brave. Being brave is not getting up in Portland and saying, by the way, I think black people are cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, great job. You yeah. Know, I mean, that's not brave. And that's, that would be a really hyperbolic example, but you hear things like that every yeah. day. Whereas Cho would go out and talk about positive aspects of being, uh, inappropriately young and sexual, uh, you know, yeah. things that, or, or coming to terms with her own rape fantasies, um, which is a thing. I think I, I can remember who I was talking about that. She spent some time at a, a BDSM um, professional facility. Wow. It sounds like that sounds really clinical. Um, hopefully they, it is, is clean, like a clinical place, but it's a, it's a place called uh, it's in the armory. It's in, it's the armory in San Francisco and they mm-hmm. do a, a lot of kink and uh, it's I actually know, kink. I, know, I actually know the armory in San Francisco. Yeah. Dave and I used to live there. So yeah, I remember the building. You used to yeah. live in the armory? You no, I used to live in San Francisco. Yeah, I know. Right. right. So they do kink.com and right. they have a thing where you, people can stay there. Oh, cool. Uh, I didn't can, know that. Yeah, okay. I don't know if it's like a hotel. You probably have to be tied have into the to community. Look into that, but... There you go. Um, and you can, as I understand it, according to her description, on another podcast, shout out to Mark Maron. Mm-hmm. Uh, We're uh, going to talk about everybody. That's, that's the shout out episodes, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you can basically sign off like a checklist. Like, you know, when you go to a hotel and you're like, it's a resort and you're like, oh, I want the spa, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So this checklist thing, uh, you can sign off for things that you would want to engage in activities during your stay at the armory. Mm-hmm. And one of them is called a takedown. And a takedown, uh, and I, I, would, I would assume there are certain degrees of, you know, checklists involved in the takedown, but it is a rape fantasy. Mm. And you're like, I'm available for a takedown between such and such hours. This is how rough it can be. This will be my safe word. These are the performers I'd like. Mm. And she, that's, know. yeah, if that's available, that's an amazing idea. Well, I think, I think, the, the, you know, the thing is, there, uh, you, you, unbidden thoughts, if you don't have them, are just what they sound like. They are right. thoughts and they are feelings that you don't necessarily want to have, that they're not comfortable with your personal ideas of, of ethics or aesthetics. Right. Like me and meth porn. I'm not trying to, I'm, like, as hot as I find meth pornography to be, it is a wrong hot. Um, <laughs> it is a way wrong hot. Uh, it's still hot though. So, so good. Can't wait to get home. Um, but, 
you know, if you, if you, <laughs> hot mess, hot mess porn has, uh, yeah. uh, but you know, if you, if you, uh, if you find some way to deal with them in a, in a way that allows you to channel it sure. in a consenting and, and as safe a way as possible. And if you're wealthy enough and famous enough to go and stay in a four star fucking bondage hotel, terrific for you, but shaming yourself. I mean, I had a girl that I had a crush on and she confessed to me and I was like, well, it was a weird confession. And I, I don't know. I think I handled it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which was basically me going, all right, which is about <laughs> as good as I could do. Um, and she said that she had fantasized about an inter- incestuous relationship with her mother. Ooh. Well, I'd never seen her mother, so I don't really know 100% <laughs> yeah, how to react Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's an interesting response. You know, well, you can't really condemn something that's in your porn search history. You right. know, that's just... <laughs> okay. But only meth porn moms, though. Only uh, meth porn moms. Okay. No, but I, I, I don't know. I, I forget where I was going with that. But, you know, I, I think that's... It's, a, it's an interesting thing for people to have... Uh, these fetishes in their head, and then they're like, well, how am I supposed to deal with it? And I think you get a lot of the, well, look, everybody, everybody pretty much agrees, right, that the reason the Catholics, the priests started doing the fucked up stuff was because they weren't allowed to just do, kind of like, to, they exacerbated already, you know, like, if they were just allowed to have normal sex. Or if they or were allowed to have marriages. I mean, or, just yeah, exactly. let them get married, yeah. And, you know, I, but I, I mean, that didn't make them pedophiles. What it did was it created a situation where a bunch of pedophiles concentrated into one area. Right. Know? Well, it's a good, well, it's, it's that whole, like, and, I really believe that most humans, even when we hit those walls of things that stop us, we all want to improve. We all want to be better. And we always look for ways to improve and be better. I I, I really believe that about 99% of the world. But what happens is, is we hit, like I said, we hit walls and things that stop us from doing that. And I think with that, what it was is a bunch of people probably who were pedophiles were like, I know this is wrong. I know I shouldn't be doing this. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put myself in a situation where I won't have access to it. And there's this thing called the priesthood and I won't have access to it and it'll be great. Oh shit, I'm surrounded by little boys. See, if we got NBC involved in it, you'd have Pedophile Island. <laughs> Just dr- Oh, you know what would be really great is get one of those little weightlifting midgets and drop them off in oh the middle my of Pedophile I can't Just remember. Wait, like a little is midget, midget where it got Rambo? offensive? Was is midget where this yes, kind of a pedophile yes, island I, with a midget? That's, that's what oh, made it. Oh, wow. I did just <laughs> fuck that up. Okay. A little person? I was just I mean, raped. you're throwing them to get raped by a bunch of pedophiles, so I don't think the name that you're going to put on them is really... I is think the, that just the idea that we're going to collect up to, a pedophiles and put them on an island. How dare you mislabel your rape victim? <laughs> It was terrible. I know. I'm a horrible, You're horrible the worst person. person. Did you speak into this? Is what got my got my goat today. Um, unfortunately, this is a very tragic thing. Uh, we, we are uh, we are coming out of Pride Weekend. Uh, yay, mm-hmm. yay for Pride. Always a lot uh, of fun. We have <laughs> the best Pride parade really, here for a city this size. We do really we do really kind of throw down. Oh, with some, it starts with dykes on bikes. Hell yeah! You can feel them coming. Down yep. the you know, I think can we get to a point though where people can can identify their sexuality at a younger age? Because I want to see toddler dykes on trikes <laughs> right well there's already people who are letting five-year-olds decide that they need to take hormone replacement therapy so i don't understand why uh, i wish they'd let me do that i think i would have wrestled a lot better when i was in high school if they let me get some <laughs> hormones uh, you know but no, that's but that, so it gets to an interesting thing so this person is a really tragic thing is a, 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 a unmedicated homeless schizophrenic man oh wow 25 years old uh, beat and choked multiple people in the Pearl District this weekend. Not uh, very well. If you saw the guy's picture, did you know. not know that. Yeah. No. Uh, while using homophobic language. And the news article I read that annoyed the shit out of me was they really played up that he was using homophobic slurs. And, and, and here's the thing. I was like, that's fucked up. But I don't really think that that, I don't think fixing homophobia is going to fix this problem. Right. And, and the problem was they mentioned the homophobic slurs four times in an article 
about a person who is unmedicated, schizophrenic, schizophrenic homeless, yeah. and used physical violence. And the, were, and, the, and they didn't repeat any of those more than once, but the homophobic language four times. Like, and the language is probably just... He it's, was just it's, randomly. It's minor they weren't compared gay. to... I mean, he could have been speaking in Chinese. He it, might as well have been. The people he beat up weren't gay. Oh, see? It was like Xbox Live in real life. He's just uh, randomly calling see, people gay. and Yeah, <laughs> and just... See, oh, that's that's terrible. Yeah, it's it's a weird... It was a very it was a very strange thing to read about. And I felt I feel bad, you know, and, and nobody's seriously hurt. If you saw this guy's picture, it's it's yeah, that's good. He's that's not, at he least was not good. capable. I mean, I'm sure if he had a knife or a bottle, it was just a crazy, skinny, scrawny guy, right? Uh, unfortunately, but it's just it's a weird circumstance where people are picking the easily identifiable thing or the thing that they think they have a handle on. And so in this case, everybody, well, homophobia is bad. Yes, of course it is. But homophobia, if you get rid of this guy's homophobia. He would just call you a Martian and hit you because he's an unmedicated homeless schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> Such a strange thing. It so is. you had a show last. Let's talk about this. Let's talk about your show last night. I'm going to pause. You're- and we're back. And we're back from our break. So let's talk about last night. Yes. Let's talk about last night. That was, ex- that was exciting. Well, let's, you were on a show. Why was it exciting? Let's tell everybody. Okay. So last night was the first show that I've ever been on. So... Anybody who's listened to this has heard us talk about the hot box. Mm-hmm. And so the hot box had an open mic. And so that's where I met you that's and right. George and Eric Edquist, Eric T. Edquist. That's how he calls himself mm-hmm. on stage. Um, and uh, he contacted me, asked me if I would do the way post um, on the 20 or on the uh, 18th. I said, sure. And so that was the first show I forgot to do. And I made my first $6 as a comedian. Nice. I have been paid as a comedian. I Did you ever get drink tickets before? I No, I've never gotten drink. No, I take that back. I have gotten drink tickets before, see so. i can as a person who's like you know anti-capitalist i always counted drink tickets as getting paid okay i, ni- I didn't because yeah because you're a real person and not a weirdo <laughs> like me no i get it no that's a uh, congratulations well thank you thank shout you shout out to loads of laughs eric t edquist yeah, and thank uh, you for doing that yeah i really appreciate it it was so exciting that is every other monday uh here in portland oregon at the, yeah, at the way post bar really good and you should go see it because he pulls together a good show and it was the it was the it was the Southern Comedy Show last night because right. uh, Tyler Landon May showed up. Shout out to Tyler. Tyler, so Tyler did that, and then John Gallucci went on, who is I think more Italian. He's from here. Is he? Okay, Southern he Italy though. So He's got some Sicilian in him. Fucking funny. He's a great guy. And then then me, and uh, there was someone there named James Wood, Lacey Wallace, and Thomas Lundy. Right on. Oh, speaking of Thomas Lundy, my trainer today goes, "Who's the dude with the dreads?" He was so fucking funny, and I was like, "That was really good." So. Thomas Lundy got some love from some. Uh, Lundy from is a, yeah. a really good writer of jokes. Mm-hmm. He's fa- he's a fantastic performer. Are you kidding? Yeah. And then um, the headliner was a guy named Tyrone D. Collins. Yep. He was amazing. He's from here too. Yep. I'm gonna get him on soon because he did some jokes about fucking. He's a tall, skinny dude. Yeah. And he's like seven feet tall. Is he really? I, I know he's slender. I didn't realize how tall he was. Well, if he's not seven feet, I swear to God, he's got to be within an inch or two of it. Yeah. Um, because I, I literally came up to his sternum. Wow. So he's tall. I'm five five, and I came to his sternum. Um, he, uh, yeah, he was hilarious talking about being this tall, skinny dude that loves a, a big woman. He's like, if I got with a skinny bitch, we, you know, we rub together and <laughs> caught bone on bone causes fire and all that. And then he has this whole thing about. He did this whole thing about like fucking fat women and being their G strings. And oh, it was, <laughs> it was ama- I can't do justice to his jokes, but he, it was amazing. So, yeah. <laughs> so, my very first show was freaking amazing beginning to end. Well, that 
is wonderful. It that was. is a big milestone. That's a hot box achievement. Anytime a hot boxer gets on a show, especially their first show, that's a big deal. That for was us. fun, and I loved it. Thank right you. Right on. But so you, I can thank you for kind of helping facilitate that. So. Well, that is the job of every open mic host is to facilitate people getting on shows and mm-hmm. also to get coke. And, oh, well, you've never gotten me Coke. What the fuck, No, get Chris? me Coke. That's, oh, get you Coke. I got me oh, I'm Coke. sorry. I've never gotten you Coke. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. Um, sorry. It's okay. There was Coke in, uh, oh, that reminds me. When we were at uh, Lincoln City for um, the, the one, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, the festival that uh, Tori uh, Ward and um, Alice, Amanda, Amanda Arnold did. Um, Arnold, Arnold put together, yeah. In Lincoln City. What the fuck was the name of that oh festival? My it's the new it's the newest festival in Oregon, God. you guys, and it's incredible. Just And it was fun. Yeah, it was headlined by um it was headlined by um Well Funches was there. Yeah, Funches. So god damn it, me and my fucking brain. This is something else I want to talk about too eventually on stage is the fact that I have uh, I lose I lose words. I have I I literally have a brain injury and I lose words. Yeah, but words. I think we've got another comedian in town who kind of owns that material. Yeah, so the, I was talking to Alex Avery about that. Yes. She yeah, because she'll say it like tw- 10 times in the middle she of the forgets. show so like I have a brain injury. Oh, by the way, I have a brain injury. Oh, god love her. I she is the best. Linda Smith. Linda Smith is We do the, love Linda Smith. Yes. She's a wonderful human being. She, and she's a great comedian too. It's just I can't I feel like I can't talk about my brain injury stuff because she's kind of got right? the market cornered on brain injuries in Portland. I know. <laughs> it's it is kind of it is kind of it is kind of her field. Uh, yeah. But you know, uh she'll forget you did it, so don't worry about it. I'm gonna make you listen to this podcast and I'm gonna have you write down every name that we've mentioned and we're gonna put it in every one of is those. Is that what the bell is for? The day <laughs> yes, every time a bell is rung, we mention somebody on the podcast. No, that's Damon trying to get my parking. Shout out to Damon. Yeah, bald band is trying to get my parking taken <laughs> care of so I don't get a two hundred fifty dollar ticket while I sit here and do this little podcast. Uh so we see you had a show at the Loads of Laughs or Loads of Laughs show at yes. the Waypost last night, and you are currently entered into a competition to determine yes. who gets to survive yes. right it's like the hunger games right it like is. whoever wins gets to stay in comedy and nobody and everybody who's who doesn't win has to fucking quit, has to right? quit. we all yeah the ones who lose have to get day rule? jobs yes the people who lose portland's funniest have to get day jobs but it's afterwards. portland's funniest person, person not portland's funniest, funniest comedian right so see, that seems like an interesting thing but see that that but i've met plenty of people who came in and competed you know just they've like i've never done comedy before and they're like but i'm gonna try it tonight and it's Do like they, and they win all the time right yeah totally so people just walking up the streets because it's really portland's funniest 25 dollars haver right yeah it is if you give them 25 dollars, <laughs> you get to participate and then so you can tell who doesn't enter contests and <laughs> <laughs> who's free feels free to talk mad shit about contests i fucking love it it's a fun it's a fun contest i did it last year I was a nervous wreck. I'm I'm far more I'm I'm far more prepared and right. I'm far less nervous this year. I mean, I'm still nervous. I want to do good. It's it's a weird thing to think. I want to do good. Like, of course it's a contest. Of course I want to win. I got a feeling I probably want, but I'm still going to give uh, I won't, but I'm still going to give it my damnedest. Well, I don't I know think, why you wouldn't win. I think Brian Bixby should win. You don't know why I would win? No, I, I do. I don't. I know why I won't win because <laughs> I found out I had I had that Southern. first experience where somebody came up to me and went, hey, you're funny. <laughs> and what? I went, thanks. <laughs> but there was no but there. That's the thing. It caught me by surprise. And I was like, you sneaky son of a bitch. You got it in there anyway. And I went, thanks. <laughs> and then he goes, I used to do comedy. And I was like, okay, still no red flags. And then he goes... Yeah, when I see people like you, what the fuck does that mean? 
uh, get up there and just say, fuck it. What the fuck does that mean? He goes, <laughs> when I see people like you who just say, fuck it, I think I can do comedy again. And I'm like, really? Really? And then he's like, have a great night and walked away. I'm like, all right. I Cheers. I, I really, yeah. I um, You know what? You know, actually, that's one of the things that I think that hopefully if we get off our asses and make um, uh, jokes to the max happen this summer, which would be the public p- busking. I really want to do this. Right? Mm-hmm. It's just so hard to get motivated to get off my ass, uh, especially when there are so many wonderful video games. But, uh, if, you know, the thing is that people walk up to you on the street and say that and you're like, all right, motherfucker, here's a microphone. Mm-hmm. Here's your chance. Why don't you tell me, tell me your best joke right now? Which is, by the way, what I, I'm a major asshole because I do that to people constantly. <laughs> no, I don't do that because people will be like, hey, can I tell you a joke? And I'm like, no. Well, I do it is when, um, when I am, you know, because you know me, I never have negative things to say about people. Mm-hmm. But, um, but when I do, on the rare occasion, pontificate about who I don't think is funny. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm in that list, too. I just, you know, I don't think I'm funnier than a lot of people. I just think a lot of people aren't funnier than me. I think you're hilarious, but that's just me. It's because you love me. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I'm doing that and somebody goes, oh, I like so-and-so, and and I say, tell me one of their jokes. (laughs) They never do. I can do Brian Bixby's entire set. He's funny. He's so goddamn funny. Brian Bixby is a a legitimately funny guy. Mm -hmm. Um, He is uh, self-deprecating... in a way that doesn't come off as phony. Yeah. And you know what? And I'll get this out there through my podcast. So maybe it'll make it towards him. But the night that he performed Portland's Funniest, which, by the way, this comes out on uh, the 25th. And I'll be performing at Helium at Portland's Funniest on the 26th at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Tuesday, the 26th. Yes. Helium Comedy. Yes. April will be doing Portland Funniest. So basically, if you're hearing this right now, get your shit together. It's tomorrow night. Ask April, please, do you have a free comp left for me? I will vote for you. Yes, because I have 10 tickets. Um, I think I only have five left at this point. But <laughs> Good for you. Oh, thank you. Um, but Brian Bixby, he did his set. I watched him do it. He killed. He, You know how it is when you hear all the comedians laughing? I was sitting back in the back in the comedian section, and the comedians were losing their minds we were all laughing so hard yeah so then it finished i never saw him i didn't see him come in and i kept watching the door because i wanted to walk up to him and go you did so good and i was because we all try to support each other and i always want to be like you're so amazing you need to know that and so he uh he snuck back into the comedian section i didn't know it so when they turn the house lights on and let everybody vote i turn around and see him and i go oh my god and i threw my arms because you know how i am and i threw my arms out and i went running at him and he was sitting in a um in a cafe chair so he was way high up and he was sitting like a man and i threw myself between his legs slammed into him just like that you guys yeah and just slammed into him threw myself around him i had on a low-cut shirt i think i just kind of like you know and i was like you're dead so good and so i don't know what he thought when i walked away because i was just like i was kind of like immediately like oh shit what did i just do and walked away because we all have you know, have have inappropriate ways of dealing with each other. We so. do, we do. Uh, I don't think that was the most inappropriate. Way. It wasn't the most, but I'm, it was a little. I think I left him and me both going, "What the fuck did she just do?" So it was weird. <laughs> I was just trying to be supportive. That's all. Well, he, Brian uh, uh, Bix is one of the funniest guys uh, consistently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a really solid writer, um, and he's not. Like, I have a real tendency to retreat into intellectual shit that a lot of people aren't going to understand, anyways. <laughs> And that's that's a little bit that's a weakness. I would say that's a comedy weakness on my part. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to find a nice way of saying Brian's not real smart. Um, 
<laughs> but I mean, wow. is, he's not a dumb. No, he's not a dumb guy. But he doesn't. He he's a, he is a good comedy writer. He actually is smart. He just doesn't throw a lot of educated shit that confuses people at him. So he he's a he's a person who is smart, and he's also relatable to a person who isn't. Well, he's smart, and he knows how to dumb it down. Exactly. He's yeah. well. He's quick. He do, he doesn't he doesn't put on a lot of bullshit. Like I'll throw a lot of ten dollar words at people. And yeah, just, you do that to me. I'm I have a bachelor's <laughs> degree, and you throw out ten dollar words, and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking I have a small about? Penis. Um, what? It's, it's how intellectual people deal with small penises. It's just. <laughs> You know, so you don't have a, a you truck don't have or a gun? No. No. Or no. a motorcycle thing. I had a motorcycle. My penis is small. You know, it's funny. I didn't use so many big words when I had a Harley. That's true. Mm. You know? Oh, no, no, no. That's different. That, that's my penis is small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Instead of my penis is small. Oh, that's, that's a Ross burner. Yeah, so. yeah. I had a Honda, but that was, yeah, it was, it was, that was not a proud no. bike to have. Oh, okay. The Harley was a cool bike, but yeah. I like Harleys. I have a friend who drives a Harley. Him and his wife like do the whole like trip thing. You yeah, know? see, that's the problem is, is having a Harley becomes like a bondage lifestyle where you got to buy a bunch of <laughs> outfits and shit. It's uh, it's you got to have all the accessories. Yeah, it's just too much of a it's, it's too much of a commitment. Somebody's hanging from it in the closet. Oh, oh sorry. What? That's yeah. you know. So can we talk about autoerotic asphyxiation? Uh, yes. Let me that, write that down in my notes. That is what is the deal with that? Because here's the thing. It's not a hundred. It can't be a hundred percent fatality, right? Like, how many people are getting? Who? How many people are successfully having a hangy wank? Probably lots. You figure anybody who? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who have been found hanging in a closet from their first attempt, or hanging off their door from right. their first attempt. But I'm sure. I mean, most people do it as a. Well, no. I mean, this is an auto erotic so it is single right i was about to say well there's people who do it during sex too like they do it to each oh, other yeah, yeah. you know My people psychiatrists like used to like it when i so, choked yeah, her. so well she wasn't a psychiatrist psychologist sorry but yeah but i mean <laughs> i'm sure some people have not fucked it up before but i mean isn't that part of the the kink the like, risk so what you're saying the, the risk. risk see i in my head i have a real i would think about that like 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 when christine the shrink um used to like me to choke her like in my head and by the way, that's really disturbing. Would have somebody like, oh, me more. You sound like Harvey Weinstein when I, or Harvey Firestein when I was doing it. Um, and, you know, anyways, but it was uh, it's, in my head. I was like, well, I was rationalizing. I'm like, well, you know, you understand that the oxygen deprivation of the brain is supposed to heighten the, the orgasm. Mm-hmm. So intellectually, I'm like, well, that makes a certain amount of sense to me. But it gets into a different area. My point is. Is there an instruction manual to know, like, I can just get away? Like, is there a guaranteed or is there a service? I think we're just coming back to how mad I am about Craigslist uh, casual <laughs> encounters not being around anymore. This is really annoying. They just want People an asphyxi wank. asphyxiate themselves when if you could right. just all meet up right, like, and be like, I'm looking to choke somebody. I'm looking to be choked. Mutual erotic asphyxiation. Holy right? shit. Yes. Yeah, partner. You know, it actually sounds kind of competitive when you get to the mutual erotic you know asphyxiation, what? like an what Olympic if, event. What if you could start a business yeah. where you could assist people with autoerotic asphyxiation? So you're out of the picture, but, you're, but there's somebody there controlling the mechanism. So... When you're when you orgasm, yeah. they let go. So a sexual suffocating surrogate. Yes, there you go. Sexual suffocating Once surrogate. Once again, Craigslist is gone. I don't know if I got an opportunity to. Do we need this. to create April's list? How many times do you have to practice choking somebody though before you're like certified? Like, do you have to wear like a trainee thing while you're choking somebody out? <laughs> Are you given a certain amount of leeway if you end up killing somebody? Do you get like, like, do you get like, like probation? Right. Well, or how about this? We got all these sex robot dolls that are coming out with right. right now. Well, what about when they get a sex robot doll that chokes you? And if it chokes you to death, does the robot get prosecuted or the software engineer? 
Probably the software, the engineer. software engineer. Yeah, I would that, at least the creators. Do you think that the software engineer gets charged with a sex crime, or is it only if he gets hard when he finds out that one of his robots killed somebody? Then mm-hmm. it's a sex crime. That, mm. What a great way to find out that you're turned on by your robots choking, because that's a real specific fetish. Now, would somebody have to come into the room and be <sighs> looking at your dick well, when they it. break the news to you that somebody died from your software? Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of specifics here the laws on this are going to get weird i uh <laughs> can we pause yeah all right we're back again we're back again uh i'm just gonna leave these in here i'm not even gonna cut them out no why not why would, you? why would you why would you uh, anyway so we were talking about um uh, autoerotic asphyxiation <laughs> it's just we, continue, off, really. we, we continued the discussion as we went downstairs to put parking on my car <laughs> no so. idea how serious it is i was seriously if anybody's got me in a dead pool you know <laughs> uh that's you know I, I i guess it would really depend on how much you respect my ability to to do something to plan ahead, right? Because because we were discussing it's not a hundred percent mortality rate. With no, autos. it's not. No. So, so I, I I just don't know if I have the confidence. I heard a story. I have a lot of uh, medical people in my family, and I heard a story once about um, a nurse who got a hold of the anesthesiologist's keys or something, mm. and got a hold of the gas and would lay on the table. And he would put the, the mask on his face. Mm-hmm. And then the thing was, is like, as he passed out, his head was supposed to lull to the side and it would knock the mask off uh, and, it, and it didn't work. He, he, his head got stuck or something and he ended up killing himself. So yeah, there's, you, you, you run that risk when you play those games. There's a, there's a great, uh, short story by Larry Niven, um, from, uh, basically he had a character called Gil the arm, uh, and I can't remember the character's last name. Uh, he was missing an arm, but he had a mild telekinetic power. It really didn't come into play. It was just a character thing. Um, but in the world that this was drawn in, there was a thing called a drought, which is actually something that exists in the real world. D-R-O-U-D? <clears throat> D-R-O-U-D is what okay. they called it in that. I don't know if that's what they call it in the real world. But what it is is, is, is a wire, uh, a non-corroding uh, wire like gold. Uh, and it's uh, sunk into the pleasure center of your brain. And then you feed an electric current. Okay. And it tri- triggers the ultimate pleasure sensation, right? Mm-hmm. We do this to apes. This has been done to apes. So there was a test, uh, multiple tests. They killed a lot of apes to figure shit out. Okay. About, okay, uh, if you hit this button, you get food. And if you hit this button, you get pleasure. You can't have both. And apes would starve to death constantly. Wow. Because it doesn't feel bad. Well, yeah. I mean, if it feels good, who cares? Yeah, yeah, everything feels really, really good. And so in the story, uh, the people who killed this guy, who was they call them wireheads, uh, they basically just went into his house and they turned up the amps on his thing mm-hmm. and cut the cord real short. So he couldn't, so he would have to unplug it to get up to get water or food. And he just sat there and fried his fucking brain. Oh, I would too. I mean, I mean why not? Right. Because right. it doesn't feel bad. It feels as good as anything could possibly feel to die of starvation in that situation. Yeah. So why wouldn't you? Right. It's, it's a, yeah. it's a really, it's a real heavy duty mind fuck. And that's actually, that's technology that really exists. You can't go to the doctor and ask for it, but I'm sure that somebody in the world will put a fucking wire in your brain and hook a nine volt to it. Oh yeah, you know. sure. And they're not, like you said, they're already doing it. To, well, you know, Damon and I were talking about, yeah. Why do monkeys get this fucking technology? Exactly. And we don't? Right. Fuck monkeys. Well, I mean, Damon and I were watch, um, we found something on Netflix called explained. Have you seen it? 
Uh, I probably I haven't watched the show, but I think I've watched you know seen the, the it's title. It's really neat. It's like seventeen to like twenty five minute <laughs> little episodes of like they pick a subject and they explain it. And mm-hmm. One of them is uh, um, uh, designer babies, mm-hmm. and they talk about genetic testing and all the things that they can do, like how they can pick eye color and and you know really increase the probability of high intelligence and good looks and this mm-hmm. and that and the other, or whatever your definition of good looks is, and. Um, it's really interesting. Me and Demi were talking about, and they were like, they they also touched on the whole like morality issue and like governments who have agreed to keep genetic, like all the Western governments have pretty much agreed to keep genetic testing to a minimal. Right, there's like a it, human cloning ban that, yeah, the, that the United Nations ban. agreed mm-hmm. on. Yep, and all that. But of course, we know. We know that there are countries, like if you, okay, spoiler alert, I'm about to talk about Infinity Wars. If if you saw Infinity Wars, Thanos uses an army of creatures mm-hmm. to try to break through these barriers that they have over Wakanda. Uh, Wakanda. Wakanda! And, um, it's two very pale people shouting Wakanda. <laughs> no, it's really, at least I didn't I throw care. my, at least, I didn't, at least I didn't do this. The Doro Milaje yeah. thing. <laughs> I fucking love the of those guys. <laughs> So, uh, damn it, April is just culturally appropriating something else. You're culturally appropriating fiction. I'm, I am. So, I'm pretty sure Marvel didn't hire black people when that shit was written. <laughs> exa- well, probably not. Yeah, uh, probably the idea of Wakanda was probably drained up by a white person at Marvel, which is probably the most ironic shit of all. But anyway, um, so where was I going? Um, what were we talking We about? were talking about... <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk about what we did in our break. Uh, no. Oh, I know where I was going. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so basically, um, Thanos had this oh, yeah, um, yeah. had this army <clears throat> that he was pushing towards the, this group of people, or in, in the shield. The, they had like a the shield, shield around, yeah, Wakanda. around yeah. Wakanda. Yeah, and they were like, "You're going to need a lot of, of." What is the capital of Wakanda? Is it uh, Wakandopolis? <laughs> I have no idea. And they were like, the, the people inside were like, you know, you're going to need a pretty big army and a lot of blood to do this. And they were like, oh, we've got blood to spare. And it's virus theory. That's all it is. If you yeah. look at it, it's virus theory. You just keep throwing things at it. And if it, eventually the defense is going to have to let down because it's going to be overrun. You know what they should have made the shield out of? What's that? An ova. Why? Only one gets Only in. one gets through, and you can just kill yeah, exactly. that one motherfucker See? when he gets I in there. I fucking solved it. You did. No, so it's it's that idea of like you just keep throwing shit at it until yeah. it's you know eventually somebody's gonna get taken out. And I have no idea where I was going with that. I know well, I was talking about virus theory. I don't know how it connects to back to drug use and dying while you're trying to fuck or <laughs> masturbate or any know, of but that. It's fun though. But there you go. We've come. <laughs> I knew it. I, I know all the things we were talking about, well, but I have no idea how to connect it. I'm glad you brought up movies. I watched a really important movie today. Oh, I know where I was going. Oh, okay, go ahead. <laughs> Perfect. That's exactly why I said that. That's okay, exactly it was why the, I said that. Because I feel like the Chinese are already oh, shit. doing we're done I know already, we're guys. done. I feel like the Chinese are, you know, they're doing this genetic testing. They're, well, they were using uh, prisoners for like illegal like they're doing they're yeah, doing totally. I mean they've got test tube babies that are growing probably in sacks right now, just these weird convoluted things of eyeballs and toenails and teeth and what do you think's worse though? Like that's, that's now that's an interesting. That's sort of a moral quandary, right? I'm sure it already it's already out there. I'm sure it is. But but they were 
uh, God, every time you say they, it's like really a, a the, the the Chinese the 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 Republic of China was using uh, prisoners for organ transplants mm-hmm. uh, for a long period of time. This is like known human rights shit that was going on for a long right. period of time. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just fucked up. Uh, so the clones, if you're cloning stuff for human tissue transplants, mm-hmm. it's not a person, right? We in the right. West, we, we in liberal progressive Portland, of which I agree, it's, that's not a person. It's not a, not a brain, it's not any experiences or anything like that, right? So isn't that a positive moral step? If they're already murking people for their hearts or their mm-hmm. livers and other shit, well, let's just grow some hearts and livers. Or, that's what I'm saying. I don't care if it's if it's already organs, if right. it's just organs. But sure. what I'm saying is, is I got a feeling what they're trying to do is to create the. And when I say they, like I, the super person, the super person, I think they're trying. I think there's probably a country out there that's trying to do exactly what Germany right. was trying to do back during World War One and World War Two. I just think that. And when I say they, the Chinese and I, and I are say trying the to Chinese, get rid of the Jews. Yes. yes, the Chinese are. God, I'm glad is, somebody's finally talking about their this. Their position to do it because every Christmas we fucking fill up their restaurants. They could poison <laughs> the shit out of us. They're in a great spot. Yes. No, Genius. But I'm serious. I think that it's going to take a country who just doesn't give a shit about their people. And the reason I say it's probably the well, Chinese. a lot of them. A, it's a big country. Yeah. They love to be on the forefront of technology. There's a lot of them. And they've already done things like throw bodies at creating the Great Wall of China. There are people... That's very, made, the Great Wall of China is made out of bodies? It is. That's why that shit's falling apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like the Walking Dead. Just, you can't have that shit around for a long time without no, it starts it crumbling. No, it just degenerates, yeah. The Great so, Walking Dead Wall of China. Yes. It's disgusting. So this is where it all went. So now what we're, we're saying at, is look out for the Chinese. Yes. They're so we're at about get you. 30 minutes now, so just so you know. 30 or minutes? I'm, I'm estimating we're at about 30 minutes, so just... Oh, we're way past that. Oh, yeah, probably. I uh, mean, we're at like 48 now. Speaking of movies, mm-hmm. I watched what I think is... I think this movie might really win feminism. Um, I mean, fix everything. You got quiet in here, yeah. That's true. It's uh, Amy Schumer's newest film. Really? It's called I Feel Pretty. See that look the concept of that was so it's, she's such a she's such a brave spirit. Um <laughs> she's so brave. She's so brave. Um she has the name of this film, by she the way. She has big thighs, she's not brave. Sorry. We all have Here's big a funny thighs. thing, is a, a woman who's she's she's I here's one of the things I don't like about Amy Schumer. I actually think I, I was for us to start off, I'm gonna front load this because I'm not a, a Schumer hater. The leather special is one of the best stand up uh specials, I think. Uh, yeah, that was brilliant. It was a great fucking special. Don't oh I or no, I'm sorry. not not the leather special. I mean mostly sex stuff, not the leather special. Leather special was terrible. Mostly sex stuff was a fucking great special. May I advise that you don't listen to her book on audio if you're in a depressed mood because it's not funny. So what she's saying is never listen to her book on audio because I'm never not in a depressed mood. Okay, right. perfect. Good. Save me some time. Yes. Um and uh train Trainwreck was a really funny movie. I really like Trainwreck. Train I loved Trainwreck a lot. I was really mad about that one that she did with uh, Goldie Hawn because I thought where they got abducted in yeah, South, the, South America. The mom and daughter. The mom and daughter rom com. Here's where they blew it on that one, and we'll okay. get back to the other thing in a second. They should have made that Private Judy Benjamin retired and had a grown daughter, and then she, her daughter didn't respect her mom and all this stuff, and boom, Private Judy fucking Benjamin activates when they get kidnapped by those guys in South America. That would have been. Pro- Fucking amazing. I'm a fucking genius screenwriter. I'm a fucking genius. They should have hired you. They should have. They should have. Uh, They also stole a joke from Tori Ward for that movie, but that's fine. Private Benjamin. Right? Hell of a reference there. I'm so much much better at feminism than women are. Um, Okay, let me see if you can come up with this. um, this All right, then we're going to get back to I Feel Pretty. Okay. 
the 80s, there was a, I can never remember the name of the show, but there was a private detective. Remington Steel. No, who wore a white <laughs> suit, who drove a white Rolls Royce. He was a Texan. Houston something? That might have been the name of the show. I think uh, I, uh, oh, I think oh. I know the show. He's an older guy, right? Yeah. Like a, his mustache was yeah, white. Yeah, had the big giant mustache. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was just the yeah. 70s and 80s. That was the 80s, I think, though. Yeah. Yeah, I know that I'm visually, but I have no fucking idea what that no show idea is. What no idea what that show is. But anyway. that's not femi- related to feminism, which, as we've established, is what I'm awesome at. Oh, okay. Uh, it's really weird that we were talking about Opie and Anthony earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird. I can always, when I go on Reddit, anytime there's an Amy Schumer um, in, in our stand-up, anytime there's a, an Amy Schumer reference, uh, I can always just spot who's an Opie and Anthony fan <laughs> by what they say about Amy Schumer. And it's, they're so predictable. And the funniest thing about that to me is, is why do these guys hate Amy Schumer so much? She seems to hate women every bit as much as they do. It seems like she says all the same horrible shit about women that they're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I think those, obviously it's a disconnect, but so the, the, the name of the film is I feel pretty, uh, in Spanish, which is the place that I, the lovely pirates that I watched it from, mm-hmm. uh, it is called accidentally sexy or or unintentionally is accidentally sexy or sexy on accident. It's a, yeah, yeah. It's sexy on accident is the okay. Spanish name. It's very, so the moral of this story is, um, y'all fat bitches need to get a head injury is what is what it is because <laughs> it's, basically Sorry. it's, if the world, if, if, if people are mean to you, uh, and they're locust and they treat you poorly, what you should do is you should buy a lot of products that are out of your price range. Um, and then get a head injury and think you're better looking than you actually are. Basically, you just get a reverse body dysmorphia. Mm-hmm. And then you just, it, it's it basically, it, it's a really well, so isn't terrible. That, isn't that the thing about, um, isn't that the thing about, uh, like confidence anyway? Like if you just, you know, fake it till you make it. Like my sister once called me and she was like, I put my hair color on. I got the wrong hair color. This is bright orange red. And I'm like, just act like you meant to do it. It's absolutely true. Here's the problem in an Amy Schumer film. Okay. Amy Schumer is a perfectly attractive person. I don't say she's perfect. I say she's perfectly attractive. She's, she's definitely a good enough looking lady. She's beautiful. Woman. She's definitely, yeah. She's But she's <laughs> she plays being she plays herself like she's a one and every time she wins oh you're a one you can win too by just feeling good about yourself right because by hollywood standards maybe she is maybe that's the way she feels about herself but you know she's she's like that friend of yours who has twenty thousand dollars in the bank and talks about being poor all the time fuck you <laughs> fuck you you have twenty thousand okay yeah do you have skin tags between your thighs shut the fuck up bitch all right <laughs> It's where your thighs rub together and you know you get this. I'm just saying she doesn't have it that bad, but she's playing it like she's. Here's what I said, and I'll say this again. Um, But you know what? If if they wanted to be brave with that film, what they would have done was they would have taken Gaborni Sabidi or Sadibi. I can't remember how to pronounce her last name, Mm -hmm. but a much larger woman. I think she's actually lost some weight in recent years. But you know, like when she was in Precious. Okay. uh, Who? I would say we would say yeah, she probably would have a much harder time getting a looks-oriented job than Amy Schumer. Uh, for a lot of reasons, not a woman of color, but also just larger woman. She's a significantly larger woman. Okay. Give her that fucking role. Give her the head injury and then have her not treat her diabetes because she thinks she's fucking hot and she dies in the third act. That's a brave movie. And that would say so much more than this shitty fucking Amy Schumer movie. You know what? You know, speaking of that, actually, I posted something online the other day about how 
like people are starting to say that women are getting sick and they're having problems with their health because not enough dick. <clears throat> yeah, because they aren't getting enough dick. Uh, totally. If you don't have enough dick, your vi- your vitamin D goes down, you're in a lot of trouble. I'm here to help. Depression. If you don't get enough vitamin D, you get depression. Did you know that? Well, it's uh, uh, I get plenty of vitamin D. I have the D at my house. Do you guys uh, go? You guys, you guys go raw. Me and Damon? Yeah. We're married, yes. Well, I don't know what people think. <laughs> yes. You've seen who I go raw with. Come on. Okay, I make choices. Yes, <clears throat> I got married and stuck with one but guy. So. semen in the vagina mm-hmm. stimulates the, uh, an increased production of oxytocin. I didn't know that. No wonder. Helps form the bonds of relationships. Oh. That's why I try to go raw right off the bat. Oh, and grab them bitches Get straight them up. Hooked. hooked. Yeah. Scott, skeet, 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 skeet. <laughs> What you were saying, though, about depression. Oh, um, but... It wasn't I, dick. I didn't guess right no, on it. No, okay. No, no. Um, Doesn't hurt. <laughs> you know what? I totally forgot where I was going. I really wish <laughs> so you would sorry. quit doing that to me. <laughs> God damn it. I'll just get... Well, I'll go to the next subject and I'll remember it. What, what, what were we saying? About depression, about getting enough... You were reading about women not getting enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said dick. See, that's where your brain would go. If I say women aren't getting enough... Oh, um, women who have... Um, who are who are glomming on to this um, body positivity now? Sure. I am oh, yeah. okay. I have been thin. I have been f- two hundred thirty-five pounds. I've not been over two thirty-five. I was considered obese. Mm-hmm. I was considered severely obese, but I have not been over that. So that's my experience. Is just FYI. But this whole thing. What's ab- the scale above severely obese, though? I mean, they got a word for that, or do they just kind of whisper a lot. Yeah, it's kind of like mm, severely yeah, obese. That's the term. It, yeah, that's the medical term is severely yeah. obese. Yeah, it's um, but we're it's gonna one, need a truck. Yeah, it's one of those things. But it's one of those things where I've always I've worked on my health, not because or on losing weight. I've worked on losing weight to be to be skinnier, sure. Um, but I over the years, the past five years, it's been more about health because I found myself about five years ago in a position where I couldn't get out of bed without Damon's help. Oof. Yeah. So and he I, is not a big man. Nope. So I had to do something about it. And then after I've been starting to work on my health and I was focusing more on health, I became very conscious of things like um, thinking more about processed foods and sugar mm-hmm. as poisons and not just as something I can have a small amount of. I've gotten to the point now to where I'm like, y- you really shouldn't eat these at all. Mm-hmm. And I just saw a study come out saying that potato chips, that some of the chemicals in the Lay's brands p- specifically. Oh, shit. Shout out to Lay's. Causes hormone disruption. Nice. So there's that. <laughs> and that was just in the, I just caught, saw an article on that today, but they're saying that women are using this like I'm big and I'm beautiful and fuck you. Yeah. They're using that as an excuse to eat like shit. And well, this is when self acceptance becomes harmful. Yeah, and they're becoming and and so they, well, I think it's there's a certain amount of shame is needed for um and, and even if you don't want to use shame and you want to use a different word for it, there's a certain amount of like. Yeah, I'm not telling you your thighs can't touch. What I'm telling you is, is that your thighs not only touch, yeah. but they morph around each other because there's so much of it. And that is just not healthy. Well, you get into, you get into an area of nuance, right? right because right. you and I have, have friends who uh, are from uh, genetic stock. Where we're just, they're going to be big fucking people. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's I'm not from that. Unhealthy. I'm from that. Yeah. Or, uh, or, or shout out to Adam Posse yet again. He of the Magnificent Is a Samoan. Poops. Right? That's a 
He's those not going to be a small people. guy. Yeah, he's, those are big people. He's not going to be a yeah. small guy. Now he, may, I'm sure he could be healthier, just like any yeah, specific but he's individual. Like six feet tall yeah. too. And, and 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 there are lots of people who are going to be round or fluffy uh, that are, is healthy for them. And the problem is, is that we get into this issue of nuance, situation right. of nuance again, where it's like we're never allowed to criticize somebody for this. Right. Okay. Well, we sh- we shouldn't be lookist. That's a different way to look at it. That's right. a, that's a, that's a whole different argument. We should not judge person's moral qualities on their things that are out of their control. No, no, no. and I would never do that. Oh, and that but was we, the... but we think we do, and so right. knee jerkedly we're into the situation where we're never allowed to go. Grandma's got bad breath, right? Right. But what if what if okay? But then that's never that's not cool to say grandma's got bad breath, but maybe grandma's got an infection. Mm-hmm. Or diabetes. Or diabetes. Yeah. Or, or cancer. Right, cancer. Exactly. Some cancers will come through the breath. Yeah. It's very difficult to. Yeah. And oh, and that was the point I was making. I made a, a post about this, and I was like, I was saying, hey, like it's it's cool to be to be proud of who you are and happy with what yeah. you have, and like work with what you've got, and be like, I'm proud of what I've got, and I'm proud of where I've made it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, don't forget that you're, you're constantly. You should always constantly be trying to improve. But at the same time. Don't forego one thing and be like, I'm big and I'm beautiful and forego your health for it. And that's what people right. are doing. And then as soon as I made that post, I, I knew the person that was going to do it immediately popped up and go, I don't have to be skinny for anybody and I can eat whatever the fuck I want. This is the person we both you. know? No. And I was like, okay, I understand that you don't have to be skinny for anybody. I'm not telling you right. you have to. I'm telling you that saying I'm big and I'm beautiful doesn't mean you should be unhealthy. You should worry right. about that too. You should. You should. De- well, th- too as well. If, if you cannot simultaneously say uh, lookism is bad, uh-huh. and then 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 change the way you value yourself again based on a looking look argument, saying you know, oh well, I'm just redefining what looks good because that's just another form of lookism. Right. So definitely, you should love yourself unless you're a piece of shit. Uh, uh, but you, you should definitely be open to, uh, modifying and updating, you know, right. uh, uh, things like the, the, oh gosh, this movie was so, I, I would definitely recommend people watch this movie though. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty, uh, a lot of, uh, wonderful Lauren Hutton's in it. Love Lauren Hutton. She has a diastoma. She's, I'm a big fan of those. What is a diastoma? It's a gap in the front teeth. Oh, okay. Well, Amy Schumer has that too. No, Amy Schumer has what I have. She has the rabbit teeth. Oh, that's right. Who am I thinking <clears throat> of? Uh, uh, she would you be thinking of the pornographic actress Belladonna? She has a stoma. Could be, yes, she's yes. Very I've attractive seen lady. many, many films of Belladonna. Yes, mm-hmm. she's a, she's. A, you know, by the way, I you know, before back to porn. We're kind of running. Well, not. So I'm trying to avoid getting back to porn. Uh, we're kind of getting towards the end. I just want to. I want to maybe get. I want to apologize. Okay. What for? And so, to whom? To you and oh. your listeners. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing, you know, you meet a lot of fucking weirdos in this job, in this, this avocation and, mm-hmm. you know, somebody comes to you and they may, maybe they hand you something and, and you, oh, you know, you're hanging out with them and they say, oh, I think this guy's just a little weird and they're doing a comedy thing. And then, you know, it's not until later on you realize they're a genuine freak. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I didn't, when I told the vault dweller, that guy to come and talk to you. Oh yeah. He's a bit fucking weird, dude. I don't know what's up with that guy. Um, I I can't believe you actually put him on the podcast. I was listening like was that two Dude, weeks ago. I've given him a podcast. He like Jesus wanted Christ. to pay me in bottle cap. 
caps. I told don't even him, get at me with the bottle caps thing. Uh, so I told I told him that I I told him the same thing I told everybody else. Like I'm trying to become the Harvey Weinstein of podcasting, <laughs> so I can like trap people in rooms with birds on the walls and masturbate in front of them. Um, you know, some people are into it, some people aren't. Whatever. Um, but you know, that's what I'm trying to do. And so he wants to do a podcast. So I said, okay. All right. Well, so we, so that's. Terrifying. And so the vault dweller is coming with the podcast. I think once a month, or was it once every two weeks? I don't remember. I'll have to talk to him. Yeah, that guy. I, yeah, well, don't count on anything from that guy. Uh, <laughs> that guy. He gave me. I thought it was a electronic cigarette. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck was in there. He said it was jet. I don't know what the hell that is. I have no idea. Time started doing weird things. He thinks he's from another place. I don't. He's kind of. Honestly, you notice that every one of his jokes is just like a racist joke with a fictional character as the center <laughs> of it. Weird. He is a little bit weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering that. if I should have him on, you know, because you know, with the southern accent, I do worry about, like, you know, what well, am I doing? He look way less racist by comparison. Well, right. So, uh, yeah, he also talks mad shit about people. Uh, he's been telling people some stuff about me. Uh, which, yeah, he does talk mad shit about you. Well, you're the one. He's living in your house. No, he's not. Oh, he said he was staying with you. No, he's not. No, I wouldn't. No, that person. I don't want it. No, I. No, I don't. I don't, I don't want any more freaks in my house. Uh, no, here's the thing, all right? He's telling. First of all, I don't. I'm just gonna put this. This is the high. You, you, there's certain things you can't deny without. I'm just gonna say this. Like I have made out with guys. I've fooled around with guys before. I've been, you know, I've been on the street. But he's like going around telling people that there was some sort of situation. Uh, I just want to put it like this: anybody who offers to do what he offered to do to me for bottle caps shouldn't Whoa. be going around calling people things. Okay, <laughs> uh, I don't even. Does he do drugs? Do you think he does drugs? I, well, I, whatever that jet shit was, he was huffing the shit out of that. And then there was this other stuff. He Wait was, a minute. It put I you down that he was walking around huffing it? He just constantly. Hmm. Uh, and uh, and I, I didn't spend that much time with him. And then there was this other stuff he did. I thought he was diabetic. He called it a stim pack. He was, all I know is he posseed up my bathroom about 30 minutes after that. It was a nightmare. Hmm. Uh, it was brutality. Uh, yeah, no, the the vault dweller is a... He Adam posseed up here. Yeah, that's gonna be the, that's that's the triple shout out for Adam Posse. Uh, <laughs> Adam Posse, behold, hate me. Behold, I have become Shiva, destroyer of toilets. That's, He's gonna hate me for this. Shit. <laughs> that's great. You made me snort. Uh, well, we should do that later, right? Yeah, exactly. That's well, that's the vault dweller stuff right there. Oh so. my, I don't know what his deal is. Uh, I am. Really apprehensive about what the hell's going to happen. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be getting with me soon. I'm supposed to. I don't know how to get in contact with him. He's like, I'll get in contact with you, and I'm like, okay, weirdo. But yeah, so that's why I moved the state the the recording thing here because I have security up front. That's a good idea. Yeah, totally. that's. I don't know what he talks about Raiders. Uh, he's he is. yeah, he's talking about Raiders all the time. I'm like, look, football is not my thing, but he doesn't. You know. Again, I don't know what's the problem with that guy. Um, I'm kind of halfway hoping that he's the one they picked up in Northwest Portland. <laughs> for beating people up. <laughs> He's just out beating the shit out of people I in the mean, Pearl Jesus Dinner. Christ. He doesn't look like he could take anybody to fight, though. Nah, he looked kind of puny, but... Puny. Is it puny. puny or punny? I always... I was never sure because I have actually heard punny is a word, right? Punny. Right. Punny, yeah. And but... puny. Which one is it that Hulk is saying? He says puny in the movies, but see, for 40 years, it was punny in my head when I read the comics. This is really... This is shit that fucking keeps me up at night. Well, that and meth porn. You've been listening to Bless Your Heart on You Gonna Meow Podcast Network. 